Hi guys, welcome to the brand new podcast, Divorce, What I Wish My Parents Knew. My name is Grace Casper and I will be your host on this journey. I am currently 23 years old, I'm a child of divorce, and I'm writing a book on divorce from the kid's perspective. Did you know that there are plenty of resources out there on divorce, but practically all of them are written by psychiatrists, doctors, other adults that have been through divorce, but I haven't seen very many written by the actual kids. This is really unfortunate because there are a lot of divorces that happen, which include the kids. I want to share this letter with you that I will be reading at the beginning of every episode to remind you that you are not alone. Dear parents, divorce was not in your life plan. No one anticipates getting a divorce. It completely turns your world upside down and forces you to create new rhythms without your life partner. You might have regret or anger or feel a sense of freedom. Either way, there is hope. If you're listening to this podcast, this probably means that you have kids. And if anything good came from your marriage, it was your kids. So as you listen to what these children of divorce have to say, I challenge you to listen before becoming defensive, to be humble and open-minded, to take notes and even share or digest these suggestions with your friends. You are not alone in this journey. Unfortunately, the divorce rate is rising and more and more families are choosing this path, but it's up to you on how you want to create your new family. You could choose to create a healthy one that actively seeks out wholeness and healing, or you could stand still and create a dysfunctional one that stays mad at how things have turned out and never seeking healing. But something tells me that you're seeking the first option. Are you ready to be taught by a child of divorce? Let's do this. Hi guys, welcome back to Divorce, What I Wish My Parents Knew. I am your host, Grace Casper, and today I am joined with my friend who also happens to be my big in Kayo. So shout out if you were in a sorority in college. Um, but yeah, this is Jordan. Hi. Jordan is speaking to us from her new home slash apartment. Is it an apartment? Yeah. In Dallas, Texas. Um, and so we're meeting over Zoom. So I apologize if the audio is a little bit off today. Um, But Jordan has a really beautiful story and she has uh, gotten up the courage to want to share with you guys. So Jordan, I need to hear the divorce stats. I need to hear uh, how old were you when your parents got divorced? What was the custody workout? Um, And then today, are your parents remarried? Are they dating? What's going on there? Yeah. Yeah. So I never knew my parents as married um, when they were together. I believe they were divorced when I, I mean, I had to been like three. Um, and then my dad remarried soon after to my stepmother, who I truly adore and see her as a second mom and I'm very close to her. So remarried probably when I was four or five. Um Thankfully, my family situation is very unique in the fact that my parents have put aside both of their kind of issues for the sake of me and my brother and um, have always put us first. And so I think we have a really special family situation where they can be around. And I guess they did joint custody. They moved to be really close to each other for, again, our sake. Um, so we could walk back and forth between houses. But it, I mean, it puts a strain on any kid when you're having to pack a bag for days at a time and move back and forth so that was the reality growing up 
even till this day <laughs> when I bring my husband home it's moving back and forth between parents house so they're all seen and loved yeah um is your mom remarried no no yeah that's okay. a really different story um I've asked her multiple times I don't think she has a di- desire to be married again um and she's had long-term relationships but she's always just kind of put us first before herself in a lot of ways so mm-hmm. yeah so you've had quite a unique story um where your parents decided to be civil enough to want to really fight for you and your little brother yeah. Jack um to have somewhat of a consistent kind of normal life I have never heard of a couple that decided to live next to each other so close that you could walk to the other house um so was that like nice growing up with that consistency like if you were speaking to parents today who are going through a divorce and they feel like they can be civil enough to do that was that good or was that hard because maybe they weren't civil enough and it would feel like weird going from I don't know what was that like I'm not trying to put words in your mouth no, you're great. Um, I mean, honestly, I didn't know any different for a very long time, probably until like middle school when I started having other friends with parents get divorced and seeing kind of like the turmoil in their lives and their parents' lives and being like, oh, I'm like super blessed with mm-hmm. my family situation. And I mean, no one wants their parents to be divorced. Um, and so that's always been an interesting topic. My mom has said, I think both of them have said separately, like, it would be worse if they were married, which I, I have yeah. personal beliefs behind. But at the same time, I think I've gotten to see like a model of what a Christly marriage looks like between my dad and stepmom. Um, but being younger and having that situation, and I don't know if I've told you this before, because I know we've talked about our parents being divorced, but I truly was so naive about what it looked like having two moms around who like got along, again, for the sake of me and my brother. And, just had more people love us but it wasn't until probably like late elementary school again or middle school that someone was finally like people that don't know your family situation think you have two moms um (laughs) and they just thought my mom and stepmom were like a thing um but they because my dad just had to travel for work a lot so showing up to any kind of sporting or school thing it was like I'm holding the hands of my mom and stepmom so that's always been a fun thing that they joke about to this day like my mom and stepmom (laughs) and they find humor in that too so um and beyond that though it definitely created in me like um what is I don't always say this but I'm a recovering people pleaser because of that whole situation so tell me tell us more about that (laughs) oh man um I just go out of my way um especially growing up to make sure that like my mom and dad were both equally seen like physically like I'm at their house I'm spending time with them um at the sake of my own like well-being a lot of times Mm -hmm. um and so as long as if they were happy with me or if they saw me enough then like I knew I was loved and that's such backwards thinking but mm-hmm. even if they told me like hey we don't care what you do like as we got older we had more flexibility and freedom to kind of move back and forth as we wanted to but I was my brother kind of stayed in one place I was like no I have to see mom and dad mm-hmm. they have to know that they're loved and like that just put a huge strain 
on myself. So college was really nice having one place to be and they could come see me. I didn't have to worry about like physically moving back and forth. Um, yeah, I guess I could explain that more. It still is a thing, but um, I, I'm learning uh, to recognize it. Yeah, I find that there's a pretty big trend within uh, children of divorce who are like older now, like in college or out of college and recognize that they almost took on this role of like taking care of their parents Yeah, and no one asked them to do it, but they just did it because they saw how brokenhearted either one of the parents were or both parents and did this whole split thing. And I, I did the same thing, especially with um, like holidays, traveling home for holidays mm-hmm. with college um they left it up to me which was like nice but also like hard (laughs) because it's like okay I don't want to show favoritism in any way because you both have poured into me in such unique and special ways and so I don't want one parent to feel like I'm favoriting the other one and it's weird how yeah when you grow up with two parents that deeply care about you and want to be in your life that's really really cool However, Mm -hmm. it can sometimes turn into what you said of like people pleasing, like, is mom okay? Is dad okay? Am I spending Mm -hmm. enough time here? Am I spending enough time there? And I mean, I love how you said that it took an emotional toll on you. And because it's true, like that might be the nice thing to do as an awesome daughter. But if it's taking an emotional toll on you, like, is it really worth it? you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think my mom finally started recognizing that in the last couple years of college of, and she would always acknowledge that I just don't like rocking the boat between mom and dad. Um, and they also did like a decent job, I think of keeping, you know, their personal things between each other away from me and my brother. That's but huge. That's huge. huge. Made a world of a difference for sure. But there are definitely times where, I mean, we're all humans and we say things we wish we hadn't. So I also became like super defensive all the time of one parent or the other, Mm. Um, especially to like family members beyond, you know, my parents who had probably different opinions about the whole situation. So Mm. I didn't like to rock the boat. I like to protect mom and dad from each other and from family. But ultimately, it was always I have to be a people pleaser and make sure, yeah, as you said, everyone's okay and seen and loved. So I guess as parents are listening to this, they probably don't want to put that burden on their child. So (laughs) what are ways that you think parents could talk to their kids or raise them in a way to know that it's not up to them to keep the peace between mom and dad? Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing that I recognized in my mom and we've briefly talked about this but I mean as a parent should they should put their kids first right and and love them well but I think there were sometimes my mom put her whole identity in us which meant she was missing out on a lot of things that I wish she had gotten to experience but she like Mm. for most of her adult life has been like a single mom so she put you know everything into us which I cannot say enough how thankful I'm for I am for that but now it's like we're, we're moved out and we're doing our own thing. And so I just, yeah, I encourage parents to, I guess, have our conversation I, with one, your, your ex, your former spouse, whatever that situation looks like of kind of making a commitment for your kid's sake that 
you're not going to have your little tips in front of them or even speak poorly in front of them. Um, but ultimately just like love them well and let them know that it's not their responsibility to make sure mom's okay or make sure that dad's okay. Um, cause we're just kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let the kids be kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Uh, so a lot of my guests have encountered counseling. Was counseling ever a part of your journey of healing from the divorce or no? Mm-hmm. Um, not, uh, what's the word? Not explicitly, I guess. I've been to counseling for other things and that, of course, you know, you get dig a little deeper and you're like, oh, there's a lot of hurt <laughs> down there from having parents that are divorced. Um, I even just now like recalling when we were younger, my mom at the church we like went to when we were super young was like she put on like a whole divorced kiddo thing. Um, And that's like a really strange memory that I have now. But I mean, that was cool experience when we were really young to have like a bunch of kids around us from church who also were going through something very similar. So, I mean, that was an opportunity. I don't know what churches do now I hope it's something that's still yeah. a thing yeah that's really cool mm-hmm. um so I want to hear to wrap things up I want to hear two to three depending on how many you have two to three things that you learned about yourself or your family from the divorce that are positive mm-hmm. and two to three things that were maybe negative that you would encourage parents to avoid you had a very what seems to be a healthy uh Mm -hmm. way of growing up with you know parents that were really civil so that's super Mm -hmm. cool and rare um Mm -hmm. so if you can't think of a ton of negatives that's okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah um okay it's positive stuff um one I just I have a lot more people in my life that love me and my brother so well and so deeply um my stepmom like couldn't have kids of her own. So like she has given us like her whole heart and her whole family has as well. So like that is a huge blessing that I recognize is not common in parents that remarry. So that was huge. Um, other positive things. Yeah. Having parents that get along well, I say well enough, you know, to, to hang out. Cause I also like to coordinate things. If I'm home, I'm like, okay, we're all hanging out. <laughs> like, for the sake of me, I'm not trying to get, like, I'll go back and forth, but I'm like, we're all going to go to dinner. We're all going to have dinner at dad's house. We're all going to have dinner at mom's house and they invite each other over. And, um, that's been a huge plus and positive to come out of it. That like, for, again, the sake of me and my brother, if he's home, like yeah. they are going to hang out because it means family time and our family look like a mom, a stepmom and a dad. Um, some negative things would just be, <laughs> Uh, parents, I don't know if you feel the need to, at an appropriate time, explain what happened to your kid if they're really young. I am almost 25 years old and just found out like two years ago why my parents got divorced. And that was more traumatic than the actual divorce. Just because mm. I've been kind of naive my whole life. And not necessarily a bad way. I just, again, I was like a happy little family. And then come to find out like the beginnings of it are very, um not fun there's better words for not fun but just like messy would Um, you have preferred Jordan 
uh, hearing why as a 23 year old or as a younger kid in kid terms, because I feel like a lot of the kids, there's really no perfect way to do it. (laughs) And I've heard some kids where they said, I mean, I wish I was told why later in life. I wish I was told why immediately but like in my terms and not just explicit you know adult terms when you're eight years old or something yeah yeah um man I wish I did know sooner just because like when it happened it was high emotions I wasn't near them because I was at like a grad program that I had to be at I was in the process of getting like married myself which is through a whole nother that okay yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) it's really hard because I was like having a just a crisis of like wait if I if my parents can't stay married like am I supposed to be married and yeah just silly things like that but ultimately that is not silly Jordan (laughs) you're right thank you thank you um yeah I had just very real and upfront conversations with my parents separately um and yeah my dad apologized for a lot of things. My mom apologized for a lot of things. And mm-hmm. I'm really thankful for that summer. I went into that summer with the word reconciliation on my heart and for me, did not know any reason why, but it, the Lord revealed that to me very quickly. Of like reconciliation is going to be understanding that like your mom and dad had to forgive each other a long time ago. And that forgiveness mm-hmm. is still like evolving and it's a constant thing. So like you have to forgive them as well. Um, <laughs> that's not easy to do <laughs> no. no but at the same time it's like I have to remember them too as when you start seeing your parents as people mm-hmm. it is a fascinating thing and then I have to think of like okay they were in their late 20s early 30s when this all happened which is like technically not that far away from where I'm at so like yeah you just kind of see what's going on and like finished one year of marriage myself and I'm like oh it's hard not by any means do I want to get a divorce but it's like oh it's like work and so I there's a lot of grace in that sense for them yeah oh gosh yeah that makes a lot of sense Jordan yeah it's all well I appreciate you sharing that any other advice that you would give to parents who are going through divorce right now with kids or just to the kids, if any kids are listening. Okay, this may this may be really extreme, but um, and really harsh. I hope it's not. Don't buy your child's affection. Oh my gosh! Uh, Please say it louder. <laughs> yes. Please don't buy your children's affection. Um, Mom, I love you. Dad, I love you. Um, that's still some going on sometimes between me and my brother. <laughs> Um, but just know your kids love you so much and they just want your time and attention. Um experiences are good. Are everything. Yes, yeah. The little things are fleeting. So don't spend your money on that. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Jordan. I love that that's what you thought of. I haven't heard that yet from someone, and I think that's so true. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad it's new, it's different. Yeah. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for your time today. I really mm-hmm. appreciate you being honest and vulnerable with us and sharing your unique divorce story. Every divorce story um, is so unique, just like a personality and a human. And so uh, you're, even though your story may not be replicated through somebody else, I'm sure that they found similarities 
um, and found a lot of wisdom in what you've said today. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for talking with me. (laughs) Of course. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at grace underscore underscore Casper to stick along with my aspiring author journey. Um, And then don't forget to subscribe to this podcast or follow it depending on what platform you are on and leave a review. So thank you so much and we will see you guys next time.